Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, June 26th at Churchill Downs. Closing day, and it is a stakes-laden card. Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. And we're going to take a look at the late pick four, which starts in the ninth. Three graded stakes races, and then an ungraded stake to wrap it up. So, Jim, let's jump into the ninth race, the grade three Bashford Manor for two-year-olds going six furlongs. And you've got some horses in here that have already run impressively. Uh, here and uh, in case of a Todd Pletcher runner elsewhere up at Monmouth, how did you see this one? This is wide open. I mean, I don't know how you separate horses that are run one time uh, coming from Churchill, Monmouth, uh, Indiana Grand, and Prairie Meadows. The only one I don't like is a horse coming from Prairie Meadows because I don't, I can't imagine a horse shipping from there off a of maiden win and winning the uh, uh, winning this this great stakes race. If I had to pick a winner in here, I think Lansdowne for Dallas Stewart. Dallas is not known for getting horses uh, ready that quickly, and this horse ran really impressively at Churchill in five furlongs on May 22nd, got out by five lengths and coasted to the wire uh, without really asking. And I, off that effort, I think probably uh, the, the, the most one with the most upside, but how can you tell with these two-year-olds? Norm Cassie's Glacial. Uh, one pretty easily over vodka and water. Another horse has got three races under his belt uh, at Churchill. And then Pletcher's horse, Double Thunder, won at Monmouth. Uh, you don't know how uh, that horse may run off like you, he's never seen a whip before because he hadn't seen a whip before. <laughs> he, he didn't get hurt at, at Monmouth for sure. Uh, red run for Asmussen. When we get to pick four, I'm going to go really, really deep here. But... Um, I think Dallas Stewart's horse, John Court, has been riding really well in, in spots up there. He only, he's only won seven for 50, but it seems like he's won a lot of important races. And he's got inside draw, uh, probably the best speed from the inside. So I'm going to take a shot with, with uh, Lansdowne here. But I can make cases for every other horse in the race except the horse coming from uh, Prairie Meadows to seven and probably the six knocker down from Travis Murphy, uh, uh, very low percentage trainer with a low percentage jockey. So the six and seven are the ones that eliminate. I can make a case for almost every other horse in the race. I kind of feel the same way. I ended up on Glacial, um, overcoming a slow start to uh, win impressively, beat what looks to be a, a pretty good horse in vodka and water. Um, and in vodka and water, I think is intriguing because uh, he's been finishing well, but coming up a little short. Well, now he gets an extra 16th of a mile as the two-year-old races start to get a little longer. And I think that could help him. Uh, I'm going to take the other Asmussen, uh, just because it's the other Asmussen. Uh, Lansdowne, um, and then Double Thunder. It's, you know, any of those five, um, I could easily have, probably other than Red Run, I wouldn't have put on top. But any of the other four, I could have easily uh, put on top. The Double Thunder mainly on the Pletcher angle. But I'm like you, Lansdowne was impressive, and Glacial was really impressive. And then Vodka and Water with a little extra distance, um, I think... Those three, probably the winners in, in that three, but I'm going to go a little deeper like you to give myself a chance, especially since I'm going to go shorter in some other races, like the grade two wise Dan, four-year-olds it up at a mile and a 16th on the turf. Uh, when we get to the Stephen Foster, I'm not going to be able to beat Maxfield, I don't think, so I'm going to keep the ticket low to try to um, make it uh, fit into the, uh, the best return on investment. And I think here is where I'm going to try to beat Set Piece, who's the likely winner. I understand that for Brad Cox off that impressive win last time. 
triple-digit buyer. But Field Pass is dropping out of grade ones and has run well at Churchill. And I think this is the way to maybe make Maxfield pay a little better than Stephen Foster's if you can catch a little better price in the Wise Dan. So I'm going to take Field Pass on top, but uh, got to use Set Piece, obviously. And then I'm also going to use Ride a Comet just off that 103 buyer in the grade one maker's mark at Keeneland. If he runs back to that, then uh, he could certainly be a player in here. And obviously dropping a, you know, from a grade one company in his last couple of starts uh, is a significant move as well. So set piece off that buyer figure looks like the one to beat. But maybe if the, the uh, little stiffer competition uh, compromises his chances, maybe field pass can get him. How about you? Yeah, I think this race is, um, uh, goes through set piece. But if you can beat him, you can make some money. Um, I'm going to use him. Uh, and three for four at Churchill, that last race, the buyer progression, uh, Giroux for Cox, lots of reasons to like him. Um, I want a couple other horses in here that I'm going to use. Uh, Ride a Comet for Mark Cassie is probably my best pick in here for the value. Some people looked at Turf Classic effort at Churchill on Derby Day, and so he ran ninth in a, in a grade one. Well, he, only, he was only down two lengths at the half-mile pole. Uh, at a mile and eight, he shortens up to a mile and sixteenth. And going back to the Maker's Mark mile, he ran a one hundred three buyer and only lost two by two lengths to Raging Bull. And Raging Bull would be a big favorite in here, I think, if he was in. So I think Ryder Comet is going to be my value play in here. Also, going to use that piece. Uh, some like it, Hot Brown for Mike Maker. You didn't mention uh, has not won at Churchill, but going back to last October, put back to back one hundred five buyers together, and then comes back in his second race. Second race off layoff. He didn't run very well in the Baker's Mark Mile. Uh, got tired, but then came back and stretched out in the dinner party at Pimlico and won by a length. Um, beat a couple of nice horses there. <laughs> so I think that sets him up well for this. He takes another step forward. He's right there. Um, not going to use Super Soul, but I just read uh, uh, our friend Ellis Starr's comments on this race, and he's going to use Super Soul as his bargain play at 20 to 1. Wow. Uh, I, th- I think it's stretch uh, a horse coming off an optional $62,000 claiming race but he did come from way out of it his first turf effort he's six for 19 lifetime uh you know that he's going to use him i'm not going to but you might throw him in the bottom of your trifectas because ellis is a pretty good handicapper he thinks this horse is getting a lot better but set piece is gonna be my win pick here but uh, i'm gonna box him with right a comment maybe maybe right a comment if i get a better price uh just uh, if i get six or seven to one might take a shot with him at the win end as well. 11th race is the grade two Stephen Foster, four-year-olds and up at a mile and an eighth. Are you going to try to beat Maxfield? No, sir. Uh, I think this is a walkover. Uh, Maxfield, the Alley Sheba, I didn't think they could beat him. I thought Chess Chief had a shot. Uh, he put him away in the stretch. And I see no reason. He's three for three at Churchill. Uh, he's six for seven lifetime. The only loss was Sandy to handicap when he didn't really, uh, run that well. And, and, uh, Brendan Walsh has done a great job with this horse. And, and I, I just, it's a shame that he didn't get a chance last year at the triple crown because I think he was good enough to win a triple crown race. So at four, he's gotten even better. Ortiz comes into ride. Lots of reasons to like Maxfield here. And I think if you're going to make any money, you just figure out who might run second. And, uh, Warriors Charge, maybe, for 10-strike racing. Didn't run that well in the Steve Sexton mile, but uh, has run a little bit better than that at Churchill here before, and you're going to get a price. Silver Dust for Brett Calhoun out of Ben Ali at uh, Keeneland on a sloppy racetrack might fit as well, but I think this race goes through Maxfield, 
and he's an easy single for me. And he, Stephen Foster is the same for me. Um, that 105 buyer, and I mean, he he hadn't won beyond a mile on the 16th. He only tried it once, but I think there were some unusual circumstances out at Santa Anita, and I just don't see that being a problem for this horse. If you want to try somebody else, uh, I thought Silver Dust maybe on his best day, uh, and he is fresh on his best day, might be able to to uh, have a shot here. But I just can't see any reason not to take Maxfield. So I'm gonna when we get to the pick four, I'm gonna keep my ticket smaller just because if he does win, it's gonna be hard to make it pay uh, a lot. I think so. Maxfield for me too. The twelfth race is the Teppan for three-year-old fillies at a mile on the turf. Ended up on an invincible gal here for Grand Motion. Just missed in a grade three in her three-year-old debut. And that uh, was her best buyer fig. I think adventuring, starting on the turf for the first time. I don't know what happened up at Pimlico. But before that, uh, she looked really good. And um, she's bred to really like the turf. So I'm going to use her for Brad Cox. Toby's Heart has one here at Churchill. Stakes tested. Navratilova is intriguing to me. I've played this horse uh, in past podcasts that we've talked about. And I know from talking to Rusty Arnold, they were very high on her. She won first time out and they threw right in a graded stake. She got the pedigree to love two turns on grass and they've been sprinting her. So maybe this is going to be her, her best spot, not uh, you know a mile on the turf. You know They were sprinting her, so maybe they didn't think she could go as long as her pedigree suggests, but maybe a mile is going to be the right spot. So... I think that one's dangerous. And then I'm going to add Town Avenger just because that debut race was so impressive and uh, maybe trying to catch a little bit of a price. So I'm going to go five deep when we get to the pick four. But Invincible Gal is going to be the uh, slight nod for the win pick for me. How about you? I went with one of your horses that you that you liked in the past, Albertilova. Um think that you're right in that a mile stretch out might be right in her wheelhouse. Uh, she came within a neck of, of closing. She was sixth at top of the stretch and came within a neck of winning the Mademoiselle at Churchill um, on May 8th. Um, it progressed in the buyer number from 81 to 84. If she gets another progression there, I mean, it's actually the, the top buyer number, uh, tied for the top buyer number of the last race, and only Toby's Hearts has run better with 87 at Keeneland. So I, I think... I think Navratilova might be a price in here. I like to move from uh, uh, from La Peru to BJ Hernandez. Hernandez uh, rides well for, for Rusty Arnold and, and knows the track. I'm, I'm going to take Navratilova on top. I'm um, also going to use, when we get to the 6-4, uh, adventuring for Brad Cox. Just draw a line through Black-Eyed Susan. Uh, don't know what happened there. Didn't like the track. Obviously, they've tried to get this filly on turf at fairgrounds this winter and every time it got rained out and she wound up winning a maiden special weight by six and a half tried her on the poly track and she won the bourbon at oaks poly track at, at surfway so got some class there and i think she'll take to the turf just fine you're going to use toby's heart for brian lynch and uh the other horse that i was going to um, throw in there is new boss for brett calhoun coming off that close second in the mademoiselle where she beat albert Lopez. so what's your pick four ticket look like all right pick four ticket is very simple i I, I'm doing my Jim Goodman rule. I, I like so many horses in the first leg. I'm just going to go all. It's going to be a little expensive ticket, but um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take everything except two or three horses. I've been burned like that before. But if you want to do that, I don't think the Prairie Meadows horse can win. So you, you want to save a little money. But I'm going to do all. Um, in the um, 
Why is the animal use one three seven set piece thumb like it hot round and ride a comet? Single max field, the eight horse in the Stephen Foster, and then go um, actually five deep. I forgot to put in um, the thirteen horse um, arm candy for uh, Asmus and Gasleon. So I'm gonna go five, seven, eight, ten, thirteen in the last leg with Navratilova being my top pick. So eighty two fifty ticket all with one three seven with eight with five seven eight ten thirteen. I am going five deep in the first leg, one, two, four, eight, nine, all the ones that I mentioned. Then uh, one, seven, eight in the Wise Dan, single Maxfield, and then uh, I'm going to throw in the 13 as well on the last leg. So I'm going to go six deep on the last leg, one, four, five, seven, eight, thirteen. 13. I didn't really take a good look at the, the also's, and you make a good point on the 13 in there. So that's a $45 ticket. For me, with five by three by one by six. Should be a really nice day of racing at Churchill on Saturday. You've got the Ohio Derby up at Thistledown as well. So some good racing around the country. You can take advantage of the opportunities if you've got money in your Keeneland Select account. So keep it full. We'll see you next week for another edition of the In the Money Podcast from KeenelandSelect.com.